Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. It's Mark and the Paul, and it is story time time. And let's pick up. I believe we have Rick from Peoria on the phone with us. Good morning, Rick. Hey, good morning. How are you? We are well. Thank you for your feigned concern, Rick. <laughs> now, Rick, you're going to be our arbiter of taste. We have two stories. You choose which one you want to hear. Now, this is Mark. My story is about how to look uncool even when you're driving a fully restored 1961 Corvette. My shenanigans, I say, because my story involves me being accosted in a parking lot over the weekend. Which one do you think would be more entertaining for the listeners of Valley Radio? They both sound good, but I'm going to have to go with the parking lot one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting thing, Rick. I, I would ask yourself, if you've ever been, have you ever been, have you ever run out of gas in your life? Run out of gasoline in your car? Ever run out? Just, you're out of gas completely? I did, but I was, I was like a teenager. All right. All right. So you've done this. So then my question for you would be, if you knew you were low on gas, would you drive to the parking lot of a local Walmart? <laughs> Probably not. Right. And that's that's where the conundrum starts to develop here for that's, me. That's the only thing Walmart doesn't sell. Right, exactly. Yes. The the weird part about it is I was at a local Walmart, and let's face it, the location isn't important because they're all magnets for freaks. <laughs> it was it's like walking into the, the, the cantina in Star Wars. Yes. You just you know it's a freak show. And and look, I here's the thing. I'm not slamming Walmart. I shop at Walmart, yeah. but seriously, what the hell is going on there? I show up at my local Walmart, and I'm walking through the parking lot on my way in. And uh, I am uh, I am approached by a woman, a rather large woman, who looks to be, I don't know, in her 40s or so. She's got several kids with her. And she says, excuse me, sir, do you have a couple dollars for gas? And I'm like, no, I don't have any cash on me whatsoever. Because I'm walking into Walmart, and let's face it, we all kind of shop with our, our debit card or our credit card. <laughs> So I'm just like, all right, well, this is, you know, I, I clearly, and she goes, okay, well, thank you. Have a blessed day. And I'm like, well, well, thank you. I will have a blessed day now that you've blessed me. So as I walk into the Walmart, I go in and I do my shopping. By the way, four cases of Pepsi Zero and one package of steak. Because that's, you know, because nobody else has Pepsi Zero, so I decided to buy them out of it. Because that's what's for breakfast. Right, exactly. That's what's going on there. So I'm on my way back out of the Walmart, back to my, my chariot, my steed. And I go across the moat of begging again because as I'm walking out, this woman has positioned herself so that so there's no possible way I can get to my chariot to get home without running into her a second time. And she looks at me as if I was going to stop at the bank machine and get her money to allow her to have gas money. I was like, and here's the thing. I don't mean to be that guy, but I was absolutely that guy. When I walked inside Walmart, I walked up to the greeter, who was very friendly because that's what their job is, and they're doing it efficiently. And I said to the greeter, look, I don't want to be this guy, but uh, you got somebody out there, you know, asking people for money in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. So I walk back out there, and as I'm walking out there, I see the security pickup truck, which is marked security. That's how I know it was the security pickup truck. Sure. Traversing the outer edges of the parking lot, like like it's escaped from New York. As long as we keep them within the confines of the parking lot, everything is going to be fine. But if they try to leave, they're going to be secured. So as a result, I'm not sure if this woman ever made it home. I think she may still be in the parking lot of a local Walmart with her family and her kids. And the, here's the thing about it. I don't mean to be this guy, but the reality is Walmart is always hiring. <laughs> 
if you've got no gas money, go inside and say, hey, you got an application? I mean, if you're low on gas, it would. It, it seems to me it would behoove one to find themselves stranded, I don't know, at a gas station. Right. Yeah, if you are leaving the house on a very limited supply of gas... I'd go to a gas station. Even without money, I'm closer to the gas. Right, exactly. I mean, you, and you're more likely to run into somebody. Here's the deal. Not that I advocate <laughs> advocate begging for money, but if you run into a gas station, all right, and somebody comes up to you and says, hey, uh, I need a couple of dollars for gas, and then their answer is, well, I don't have any cash on you. You can say, well, can you use your bank card to put five bucks on pump three? <laughs> See what I'm saying? That's that's just smart business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Just smart business on my part. So there you go. That's the story of me being accosted in a parking lot. Did you enjoy the story, Rick? Well, I should have really went with that Corvette story. Yeah, you, you, you really should have. <laughs> I, I just Corvette. Know, that was a great story. Thank well, you. The, that was the uh, the Corvette was out of gas. That was my story, <laughs> and it was in the parking lot of a Walmart. So. All, right, All right, Rick. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate morning. you being there. Oh, yeah. It was almost a wonderful story we just told. Yeah, it was. And uh, again, if you're low on gas, don't leave the house in that particular vehicle. Yeah. Unless you got money. Go to the gas station or something. Yeah. Yeah. 100.7 KSLX, Pink Floyd, and money. That's what's been going out as I pay for the wedding. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that, 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 you know, again, advantage not having kids. I don't have to pay for a wedding. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have ta- to fly to a wedding. I don't have to pay for a wedding. I don't have to stage a wedding. I don't have to do anything like that. I was talking to somebody yesterday who's coming to town for the wedding. They were right. like, oh, yeah, I, you know, it's only like three and a half weeks away. I got to go get that, that ID now so I can get out there. And I'm like, you don't, what is that? The travel ID, real ID? Yeah. You, don't, you, yeah. don't, you don't need that yet. Uh, not yet, right, no, yeah. but, but you're going to need it like a year, for, I think it's October 2020, you have to have this thing, and it's essentially, it's like a stamp on your driver's license, and it says that you are who you say you are, um, and it, and it, but here's the thing, it doesn't replace your passport. It's, it's like, if you want to fly anywhere in the United States, you have to have this real ID thing, your driver's license isn't going to be good enough right. anymore. And yeah, that's, a, that's a year from October, you sure? I think, I think, I don't know. Yeah, cause I mean, I, I think it's I, I'm I here October. I, I, I saw like a thing on the news. They had, they did like a big press conference at the airport because why would you do the press conference at the airport for the real ID thing when you have to go to the MVD to do it? <laughs> Unless <laughs> here's the thing. The MV, here's what should happen. The MVD should open up offices at airports. Yeah, that'd be a great idea. I think. I think. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a what you do. Counter. Or yeah, something. like yeah, like one of the like a kiosk of some yeah. sort that you can go and get that done. But you got to bring a whole bunch of junk. Uh, oh, hang and, on, and hang on a second. ID. We actually got a guy. Somebody's saying really? they work at work at MVD. Boy, on this line doesn't four. this doesn't sound at all like we've staged it at all. Uh, who's there? It's Mark and Andrew Paul. Hey, fellas, uh, Doug Nick from ADOT. I was uh, sitting in my '61 Corvette, which ran out of gas, and I'm in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh, good, beautiful, yes, good. good. Nice callback, guys. Yeah. <laughs> what's, so, what's going on, Doug? And, uh, what's up with it? What's up with this travel ID thing? Can you tell us what it is and, and why we need it? Well, so this is a replacement for your driver license. It is your driver license, and you guys are right. In about a year, October 1 of 2020, uh, if you're going to fly anywhere in the United States, so, you know, out of Phoenix or Tucson, wherever, everywhere, uh, the feds are going to have a, a much stricter policy on what IDs they will accept. And probably the most convenient thing you can do is get the travel ID, which is your uh, driver license. You come into an MVD or, in some cases, a third-party provider if they do licenses, and you bring in some documents to show you are who you say you are. It's a little bit tougher uh, bar to, to hurdle because of federal law. 
Uh, but you can come in and get a travel ID, and that way, if you you know are flying to a wedding, like you guys were talking yeah. about, or you know maybe you got a family emergency, or you're planning the vacation of a lifetime, you're not going to get hung up at the airport because if you don't have something that the feds are okay with as of October 1 of 2020, you're not going to fly unless you've got something that can get you through that TSA checkpoint. Travel ID is probably the most convenient way to do it. All right. So Doug, let me ask you this question. This will be every airport, right? Cause I have a friend that's flying out from Mesa gateway to go to Utah for a wedding as well. Every airport is going to require this ID, correct? Every passenger airport in the U.S., so whether it's Gateway, Sky Harbor, Des Moines, New York, L.A., whatever, they're all going to require it. Doug, can you your, – your, your ADOT is – MVD is part of ADOT. Can you set it up so that, you know, the, like Mark and Neanderthal can just cruise through and get that all done and, you know, just make it super convenient you know, for us? Do you, know who we, do you know who we are? We're trying to cash in on our, on our exalted celebrity status right, right now. We'd love to be able to jump the line if we can do it. Yeah. Back cutsies, if you will. If you just play a little Led Zeppelin once in a while, I think we can make that oh, happen. Thank you. Oh, yes. Yes. I think we can do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Quid pro quo, Clarice. <laughs> Quid pro quo. How about if we? I think we... you've hit upon something here. We can, we can, we can set up something where if you guys want to want to put together some listeners in the next few days, and really? uh, and we can kind of mark. Yeah, we can we can kind of mark October first, which is next Tuesday. Uh, we can we can set up a one time only special mark in the Paul MVD line. Oh, I think we can make that work. Like a little field trip. Yeah, we got some stroke now. Yeah. Ah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So so we have hey. to. All right. So we got to get too. You know. All right, we'll get some some. Okay, we'll get some listeners together or Doug, something. We'll got to got to get some kind of vehicle to bring everybody over. But. Yeah, hang on the line, Doug. We want to yeah. get that get that information yeah, from you on. so that we. So here's what's happening with with Doug. Um, all right, <laughs> we could do we that. Just, we just stepped in it, but it doesn't smell too sweet at all. No, that's that's it. Well, no, it doesn't smell too bad. That's what I, I mean, meant to we, say. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll figure it out. But all right, maybe well, tomorrow. A, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out as to who gets what when. We're gonna get the travel and ID and all yeah. that stuff. But yeah, jump the line a little deal. I guess. I guess we all got to do that. I just hope it's not too big a hassle. All right. Number two for Tuesday is happening tomorrow. Double shots of all the artists we play, and uh, you'll hear a lot of stuff you don't normally hear on the radio. Yeah, like, I like that. Deeper, yeah, deeper album tracks and yeah. so forth. I believe I heard uh, "Working for MCA" by Leonard Skinner last week. Yeah, that's one of those ones you don't hear all that often. Nice. So that'll be good tomorrow. Starting at five a.m. with Mark and Paul. Hey, that's us. Yeah, who uh, whose duty <laughs> duty uh, whose duty it is uh, to expose stupidity, holding the ridiculous accountable. Little thing we like to call the Mark and Paul. Dumbass of the day at 741. Absolutely. By the way, tomorrow's dumbass, which will happen at the same time, will, like an old Seinfeld episode, show the difference between good naked and bad naked. And will there be two as it is two for Tuesday? There will be. Ah. That'll be one of the stories tomorrow. Well done. Uh, Today's dumbass is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. We'll get it up at the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page. So 24-year-old Luke Palumbo is a kid with a sense of humor, you know? But sometimes sense of humor can get you in a little bit of trouble, right? Sure, yeah. That's that's usually class clowns usually end up in trouble. Depends where you use it. You know, you got to read the room, that kind of thing. Like a couple of Saturday nights ago, it's actually a Sunday morning since it was 1 a.m., Luke was walking home through his town of Schenectady, New York, mm-hmm. about 20 miles from the state capital of Albany. Right. Luke saw a couple of folks who were gathered kind of in the street off to the side, just, just kind of BSing. And Luke could see that one of them had gotten out of his SUV to talk to the other folks. And that person had left his SUV running. Uh, 
Oh. So, you know, Luke is a, he's a mischievous guy. Do you think that... Mischievous. Do you think that the, the car was calling out to Luke going, Luke, I am your car <laughs> yes. now. It was calling to him Luke, saying, hop I in. I am your car now. Hop in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke couldn't help himself. He got into the SUV. Sure. And he put it into drive and just took his foot off the off the brake pedal, started letting it roll a little bit. And that's when the driver of the SUV saw what was going on mm-hmm. and started heading back towards the SUV. Luke then put it into reverse and just eased back into the parking spot Luke, and got out. I am not your driver. <laughs> so Luke explained to the SUV guy, hey, come on, it's just messing. I just, I'm just playing. I'm just messing with you. I'm just funning. I'm just messing with just you. Have, just, just having fun with you. The other guy didn't get the joke. I uh, was not, 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 not amused? Not amused at all. That uh, makes sense, sure. You're probably thinking, what did he do, punch Luke? Did he punch Luke? Well, no, because that would be police brutality. Oh, because <laughs> this was a Schenectady, New York police officer, and it was a police SUV that Luke had hopped into. Uh oh! The cop had gotten out to just investigate something. He was just casually talking to some folks who were on the street, and Luke thought that getting into a police SUV was a good idea. Luke, you big dummy! Yeah, uh, not a great idea. Nope. Now, originally, they were going to go after Luke in terms of felonies and things like that, but it right. looks like it's going to go back down to a misdemeanor level because, you know, Luke was like, I'm just messing I'm with just you. I'm just having some fun. <laughs> I'm just funny with you. I'm just funny with you. I didn't go nowhere. Luke Palumbo, right there is your Mark Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. got to play this audio for you because it's from last night's Emmy Awards. And what you can hear, if you listen to it, you'll hear this little rumble going through the audience. It's very subtle. But it's almost it's almost laughter, but it's like it's like muted laughter because let's face it, you're at an award show. Somebody says something stupid. Decorum sort of dictates that you just let it go. But sometimes it's so stupid, you just can't let it go. Yeah, see, this is it was Kim Kardashian and then. Kylie Jenner. Which Kylie is, Jenner, okay. Which, when they're like also a Kardashian. sisters or yeah, something. Whatever. But, um, they're out there. And the irony of them describing themselves as real people. Our family knows firsthand how truly compelling television comes from real people just being themselves. <laughs> telling their stories unfiltered and unscripted. Here are the nominees for outstanding competition. Yeah, they're, they, they, yeah. They, you can barely hear it, but you know, people, the idea that either of the Kardashians, and, and let's face it, Kylie Jenner is guilty by association, um, the idea that they would be – what's real on either of those girls? Right, exactly. What is real there Yeah, I mean there's more there's more new parts than real parts. And and the <laughs> idea that – I got bad news for you. Reality television is about as real as professional wrestling. Exactly. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's all – It's all – I mean yeah. you, you don't think that somebody comes knocking on the door and the door opens. There happens to be a camera in their living room? Exactly. It just showed up there? No, and think about how different you act when somebody's walking around recording. Yeah, it's a natural human instinct to suddenly put on some kind of mask, some kind of face, some kind of bravado, whatever it might be. But right. you're not yourself. But it's just that, that whole Emmy thing. We were oh, Guido. Are you are you on mic over there? Yeah, um, yeah I'm right here. You you actually mentioned earlier you like the award shows. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, I'll I'll watch something. You'll seek them out, huh? Well, it's it's kind of like. I want to see the winners. I want to see the the who wins. The the, the I guess the outside of my bubble. 
what recommendations gotcha. are, what right. you know, what the highly credited. So you'll shows so, are. so something that wins an Emmy, you'll start watching possibly because it I, won an Emmy. I might like yeah. I was I was trying to think of a good example. There's there's been a lot of shows that I was already kind of you know interested in, right? And then they won one, and I I was like, oh, well, now I have to watch it. Like, I have to see what the talk is about. Okay, so the I, I had never heard of this show, but the show Fleabag won Best Comedy and Best Actress in a Comedy. I've never heard of it before. Yeah. Paul, would you start watching that because it won an Emmy? No, I've never I've never watched any sort of a TV show or a movie based upon Emmys or Oscars or something like that. I just, to me, the idea that they won an award because it is not, none of those things are voted on by viewers. Um, I'll take a recommendation from somebody. Look, I got into the, the, the TV show, right. Trailer and Park I, Boys, based upon a recommendation a buddy, right? of somebody that I trust. Like, right. if you, you've told right. me on several occasions, yeah. hey, you got to watch Breaking Bad. And, and you have to. And I'm and I'm pretty much not watching it to spite you. That's the only reason why, <laughs> like, it's become sort of a joke now. If I watch it, I'm like, well, if I watch it, Mark is right. And I can't, I can't have that. <laughs> but, but there's never been a time where somebody sit back and they go, hey, have you ever, like, like Guido, have you ever watched the Emmy Award winning Whatever the show is, because somebody said, "Ooh, it won an Emmy. I must See, have to watch it." That's that's what I'm having a hard time pinned down. I don't know if I've ever seen anything that I wasn't already interested in that was award winning that just won me over completely. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, trying like, to think of something like that. Like for me, I I don't think I've ever watched anything specifically only because it won an Emmy award. It's more of like you said, Fleabag's a great show, Guido. And yeah, Fleabag's just on, phenomenal. on that recommendation, that means more to me than the right. fact that it won yeah. an Emmy. Yeah, but now then there's the other side of that. When I sit back and I hear like a show that I like, like Barry on HBO, I love the show, you love the show. It's a great See, show. Guido loves the How show. How did Everybody's... you get into Barry, though? Because I, I like Bill Hader immediately. Like I knew so it. Bill saw, Hader was. You saw that he was in it, yes. and then that was okay. Yeah, there was that, like, that like a sense. brand loyalty thing. Everything I've yeah. seen Bill Hader in, I thought was good. Yep. Uh, and, and that I, was on and, the network that you were already watching. And Stephen Root is in it and stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I've got to watch the show now. uh, Bill Hader has won an Emmy, and I think to myself, well, of course he did because he's awesome in that show. And now you feel very validated. Yes, I feel like I feel like the Emmys. The Emmys are following my recommendation. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Just curious about that. Yeah. yeah, okay, I, yeah. I, I, I'm more of a hey. My buddy Steve says this is really good, so I'm going to give it a look. Yeah. As, a, as yeah. opposed to the Academy says it's good. Yeah, I'm on board with that project yeah. completely. Yeah. Uh, it's 100.7 KSLX. I think this song won an Emmy. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Didn't it? Wrong one. Just I'll I'll uh, I apologize because I'm I'm going to be out again on Friday of this week. What's going on? Um, I you know, I had told you that my my friend Lee who got the double lung transplant didn't make it. So oh yeah, yeah, passed away. Sorry, so said our condolences. Heading back for the uh, for the services. I'm I'm reading right. something. His his wife has asked me to read something at the service. Wow, so that's both be, a, both an honor and probably a burden. It, it, like, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No, I mean it's a, a big honor. It's I'm heavy. Just, I'm hoping I can keep it together for it. You I would assume I mean? so, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's got to that's um, be tough. My friend Lee, I, he's a college buddy. He's a great guy. I, right. I, uh, he's a founding member, by the way, of the band Bonfire. Bonfire? Bonfire. Not this bonfire. Are no, you sure? Cause, I'm sure. Because this bonfire sucks. <laughs> this is not the band. And this is not exactly no. how I'd want to honor my friend who no. has passed by... No. Will you sing this song at the at the uh... no the bonfire I'm right, talking right. about right. the bonfire I'm talking about is upstate New York's finest ACDC tribute band. Yeah. Okay. 
could hurt. Yeah, that's not him singing. Uh, what did he do? What did he do in the band? <laughs> he was bass player, but he played everything. I mean, I, I was in bands with him. Lee would play piano, drums, guitar, bass. I would play what Lee told me to play. Right, exactly. And those yeah, bands. That's, kind of, that's kind of how that works. He, he was really good, really was, good musician. He was uh, he was clearly slumming when he played bass in an ACDC tribute band. Well, that's could, one of the easiest jobs in music. Yeah, he could do a lot more than that, but he was one of the founding members, and right. he had he had this buddy who could do the whole Angus thing. Right, sure. He let him do that. There was another guy who was not a very good bass player, so he played rhythm guitar, and he's great at that. So they you know they put the band together, right. and they've been doing that for like fifteen years or so. Wow. And then he he just got too sick to perform with them, but. Um, I, I, so one funny story I can think of with him when we were living together right after college, we're both like 22, completely broke, but we go food shopping to Wegmans, which was the fine grocery yeah. store I, they're in, they're in way, Rochester. There are still yeah. some Wegmans in other places of the country. Yeah. yeah, I think they were originally in upstate New York grocery store. Yeah, I've seen store. them in, uh, in the Midwest, yeah. And we go shopping, we're walking around, and he grabs one of those little containers of chocolate milk, you know, the size you might see in a school cafeteria, you know, those tiny yeah, little like, containers. Like, like a little, is it a, like a milk carton? The milk little, carton, yeah, yep, like, exactly. Like a, like a half pint milk carton. Yeah, he opens it up, starts drinking it as we're walking. I'm like, you're just, you're just going to have that here in the store? He's like, yeah, they don't mind so much. And I'm like, yeah, I think they do mind. <laughs> and we're, we're walking around. He finishes it, and he just puts it up on one of the shelves. So he stole a half pint of milk is what he did. It's basically what he did. Essentially, yeah. yeah. So we're walking around, walking around. We finish up shopping. You know, he's got his stuff in one half of the cart. I got mine in the other. We go up to the register. I put my stuff on the thing. He starts putting his stuff on the thing, and the security guard comes over and says, excuse me, sir. You forgot this. Right. And I don't want you to forget it because I saw how much you were enjoying it. Right. So I want to sure. make sure you purchase this yep. and bring it home. Ouch. And then he goes to the cashier. Please make sure he purchases this and right. brings it home because I know he enjoys it very much. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> so after that, for years, I would say, you know, would you like some chocolate milk with that? I've heard that, you know, that you can. And this is this is not true. But I've heard that you can, if you walk into a store, go and grab like a thing of milk or juice no. open it, and start drinking it. As long as you bring the rule was as long as you bring it to the register and pay for and, it before you leave. And that was supposed to be the rule. That makes some sense. I, I don't know but, that that's true at all. Yeah, I mean, that makes some sense. But if you sure. carry it along, you can have a you know, you can have a seven course meal there and then bring up all the leftovers to the register. For it. And, and I don't know if they are too thrilled with that in grocery stores. Yeah, so. I'm not sure that that's a thing either. But. Anyway, it, that, that's why I won't be here on Friday. I do apologize. To, I know I've been missing a lot of time lately for stuff, but I... Uh, How committed to this team are you? Uh, I know, uh, but I got to go back and do this. No, he was I a get really it. good friend of mine. No, so. Understandable, yep. sure. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.